Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world, where it's naturally supernatural. My guest, the chaplain of the Chicago Bulls NBA basketball team, was in an auto accident, which left him permanently paralyzed. He became known as the wheelchair preacher. After three years, God instantly healed him. Doctors called it a miracle. Next. Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Is God ready to bring a tsunami wave of healing onto planet Earth today? Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Welcome, Holy Spirit. I'm so glad you're here. I wouldn't want to start without your presence here. This is your platform. Just take over. Make Messiah real. My guest, Jermaine Green, is a prophet. He saw planes crash into the World Trade Center before it happened. He not only moves in accurate prophecy, but words of supernatural knowledge. The prophetic started as a child. Uh, Jermaine, what happened at age five? Well, Sid, at age five, um, my mother used to send us to sleep, me and my brother, and uh, I used to stare at the ceiling, and uh, it was a white ceiling, and the ceiling used to, like, come towards my eyes, and it used to make me afraid. So I would, you know, turn and go to sleep real fast. Well, one night I decided to keep staring at the ceiling, and something extraordinary happened. As I was staring at the ceiling, the ceiling began to open up, and I began to have an outer body experience. My spirit left my body. I was able to see myself in the bed. And what I remember is, I remember looking down at my skin, and it was like colors, uh, different colors in the, in the shape of like sapphires uh, that were around me. And this uh, angel, uh, took me up uh, into uh, different places. So the light was from. the angel. The lights were the angel. I yeah. could, it, it, you could you could actually feel like arms, you know, around my stomach. And so uh, he took me to like the river in my city and uh, to a couple of skyscrapers uh, at the top of them. Now at the age of five, you know, you, I've never been downtown uh, in, in my city, uh, especially at those places. And so I didn't realize that. Um, those were the places and that was downtown until I got much older and I actually visited the same places and remembered uh, uh, that, that should time. have been quite a deja it vu was, it was experience. Awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> and, but that's what God does. He just blows our mind. Uh, which, when did the prophetic start with you? Well, I tell you what, at the age of seven, I was in the grocery store uh, with my mother, and, you know, she's doing her daily shopping. And uh, as we, we were there, I had an open vision. I actually saw a person that uh, goes to well, went to the church that we were attending. So I knew it was my mother's friend. I just can't remember her name. But anyway, um, I saw her giving my mother some money. And um, 
I, you know, I came out of the vision and I, mm -hmm. you know, got my mother's attention and I told her, I said, hey, mom, um, there's a woman that's going to come and give you some money. And she kind of looked at me and, you know, <laughs> shooed me away. I'd like, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of looked at me and, said, and shooed me away. And she said, you know what, um, go on and go, you know, go buy some, I mean, go find your favorite cereal. So she sent me and my siblings to another aisle in the grocery store and uh, we picked out our favorite cereal. So on the way back, when I got uh, back to my mother, um, you know, we returned with the cereal. Lo and behold, the vision that I had just maybe two or three minutes before, the woman that I saw in my open vision was actually there and she was giving my mother some money. And so when my mother got the money and hugged her, she left and my mother looked at me and said, oh my God, you're a prophet. Okay, uh, you become a believer at 16, uh, but a year later, you were living a lukewarm lifestyle. Yeah, so I got saved, and I'm going to be honest with you, Sid, giving my life to the Lord was the best decision I could ever make. I was really adamant in seeking God for an encounter. I kept hearing everybody testify that God talks and, you know, he does different things, you know, for mm -hmm. you, with you. So I wanted that encounter myself. And so, um, you know, I, I got into some things. I started making some decisions that were contrary to the word of God. So I was kind of living a lukewarm life at that time. And so uh, there was this service, uh, we call it watch night. And what we did was we would gather together and we would all go in and pray. Um, and we will pray the New Year's in. And so this service, I decided actually to sneak out of church <laughs> with my friends. And we went to uh, this local skating rink. And at this skating rink, I began to get overheated. And so uh, at this time, I was struggling with asthma. I had asthma really bad. And so I was in, uh, you know, in this party room, if you would, and uh, sweating. And all of a sudden, I began to black out. And so as I started to black out, my, my friends, they grabbed me and took me out of the skating rink so I could get some air. And so outside, you know, we just decided, you know, we're not going back in. I didn't have my inhaler, so everybody was kind of like scared, including myself. And so we tried to sneak back in to the service, but the service was already over. So everybody was coming out and they saw mm -hmm. me uh, coming back to the church. So of course my parents gave me the look of, of death. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we ended up going home and of course my parents wanted to talk to me. So we're in the living room and my mother began to talk to me about you know what was going on and pretty much was giving me some reprimands and things of that nature. And as she began to talk to me, I started to lose my breath and I wasn't able to grab a hold or breathe uh, like, you know, like normal. And so she knew what to do. She went to go locate the inhaler. Uh, so she was looking for the inhaler, but by the time she got back, um, I was blacking out. And I remember coming out of my body and looking at myself laying on the floor with blood coming from my head. So I was told at that time um, I feel I, I hit my head on the table and basically I was, you know, unconscious. And so she called the ambulance and by the time the ambulance got there, they tried to resuscitate me, um, but there was no, no, you know, there was nothing happening. And so um, they actually declared me dead at the house. And so um, my mother, of course, was adamant about, you know, hey, you know, whatever you need to do, um, you know, let's 
whatever we need to do, to just, just keep trying. And so I know that they took me to the hospital and they end up putting me on a ventilator, but it was because of my mom's request that they did that. So they put a ventilator on me and uh, my parents began to pray. And not only that, they began to call everybody that they knew to come and pray. And so everybody Do you think you'd to be here today if there wasn't prayer? I'm going to be honest with you. Nothing happens in the earth unless somebody prays. That's how you invite God into the earth. He's given us dominion, so he's not going to break his own law. So he wants us to ask or invite him into any situation that we're in. So what happened to you? So they begin to pray, and so what happened was I miraculously opened my eyes. But you know what? Before I opened my eyes, I remember seeing the colors that I saw at the age five. And I remember hearing a sound that literally shook my body. So this sound was so loud, I just remember, you know, my body trembling, and I opened my eyes, and I didn't realize everything that had happened. And so I come back to life. So once we got out of the hospital, everybody's happy and rejoicing. Next day, we went to church. And so my father was preaching a message. And as he's preaching this message, I'm feeling compelled to come down to the altar and, and rededicate my life back to God. And when I did that, something extraordinary happened again. What's that? I, I began to fall down on the ground. And as I was down on the ground, I, I was praising God. I started to feel like I was underwater. I could hear my voice. Like, you know, when you're underwater, I uh -huh. was hearing my voice and I heard this language. And so what I did was I started to repeat what I heard in my ears and not understanding that I'm being filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I felt this unbelievable joy that came upon me. And when I opened my eyes up, everything was bright. Everything was clear and new. But seven years later, the enemy tries to take his life out again. And a trash truck crashed into your car, and you ended up in the hospital, in a coma, paralyzed. I'll tell you what, we'll pick up there when we come back. Be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! God is calling forth powerful prophets to minister to His people. Find out if this is you by calling or going online at SidRoth.org to get Jermaine and Margaret Green's book, The Grace Gift of Prophecy, Keys to Unlocking Your Prophetic Gift. You'll also receive Jermaine's brand new exclusive three-part audio CD teaching series, Discovering and Developing Your Spiritual Gift, all yours for a donation of $29. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9918. With Jermaine and Margaret's book, the Grace Gift of Prophecy. Understand how having the gift of prophecy is different from receiving the office of the prophet. Learn about the three prophetic realms and the keys to operating prophetically. Be equipped to access the prophetic voice of God through prayer. Learn how to get guidance and prophetic mentorship. Unlock your full spiritual gifting and purpose God has for you in advancing His kingdom. See how fear of failure can hinder you in developing your gift of prophecy. Realize that living a consecrated life to hear God greatly increases the power and accuracy of your prophecies. Understand the difference between prophecies that are exhortations, comforting, and edifying verses that are warnings and rebukes. Discern how some 
prophecies you give are for the body of Messiah, and some are only personal prophecies for individuals. Receive impartations and prayers to activate your gifts when you get your Maine's brand new exclusive audio CD teaching series, Discovering and Developing Your Spiritual Gift. You will learn how to pray and how to hear the voice of God for yourself. Receive practical guidelines and activation to operate your prophetic gifting. Discover and develop the spiritual gift God has given you. Remove blockages that prevent you from hearing the voice of God. Distinguish between the gifts of prophecy, discernment, words of knowledge, and words of wisdom. Be equipped in spirit-led prayer that is foundational for developing the gift God has given you. Call or go online at SidRoth.org to get Jermaine and Margaret Green's book, The Grace Gift of Prophecy. Keys to unlocking your prophetic gift. You'll also receive Jermaine's brand new exclusive three-part audio CD teaching series, Discovering and Developing Your Spiritual Gift. All yours for a donation of $29. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9918 or send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9918. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, I'm here with Jermaine Green. And uh, Jermaine, you're minding your own business, and a trash truck crashes into your car. Uh, and and uh, what happened? Yeah, so a trash truck swiped me, and I remember hitting my head, spinning out, and I ended up being in a coma. And so I was in a coma for a couple weeks, uh, came out of the coma because of the prayers of my parents and others that knew about it. And uh, of course, I tried to get up out of the bed, and I realized that I could not get up out of my own strength, not realizing that the left side of my body was paralyzed. So, of course, right away I was depressed and all of that, but I got an encouraging word from my pastor, which is my father, um, to, you know, hold on to God's unchanging hand. He's going to heal you. So, um, maybe a, a week or so passes, and it had to be, um, you know, like 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. All of a sudden, I felt a sensation come over my body. And when the, that sensation came up on my body, I began to try to get up, and I was able to get up in my own strength and I was walking around the hospital. So it was a miracle. I, Absolutely. I ended, walking, I ended up walking out of the hospital a couple weeks later after I came out of a coma. And so um, as, as that happened, I ended up, you know, going to church and just, you know, going along with my call as a preacher and things of that nature. One, one night, maybe about three weeks later or so, a month or so after that happened, we were at service and I began to have these episodes of blacking out. And so, you know, I'm used to these episodes because I've had other issues with it. And so in blacking out, uh, they ended up running, rushing me to the hospital. And the same thing happened that happened when I got hit with the trash truck. I was not able to get up on my own, the left side of my body was paralyzed. I'm um, in the hospital and of course you know they're saying doctors saying we can't really do anything uh, you know we just kind of have to adjust to how this is well I didn't want to adjust I wanted God to heal me and so we ended up 
you know, going home in the wheelchair. Uh, at this time, you know, I'm going through back, back and forth and asking God to heal me, and I'm going through all these things like depression and different emotions. And so understanding that God is in control, um, I got a word to just keep preaching, keep praying, keep doing what you were called to do. So I kept doing that. And so something miraculous happened um, about two years after that. Resurrection Sunday, 2007, um, the glory of God entered into our church. I was called up to do the benediction, and we were actually on our way home. And as I began to um, pray, the Holy Spirit began to say, I'm about to perform a miracle. And after that, my parents who were sitting in the front of the church, they said that when they looked up, after I said that I got out of the wheelchair, walked down the middle aisle, and as every road that I began to pass, people began to fall out on the power of God. Yeah, but you can't do that. You're paralyzed. I can't do it. How did you do it? I didn't realize I was paralyzed. I mean, I was up until I looked at my wheelchair and I saw that it was empty. It was the glory of God. No man laid hands on me. It was God's glory that raised me. And it was a resurrection Sunday. How's that for a deal, Lord? You did it. You did an amazing job with Jermaine. Uh, uh, and in the meantime, with all this tragedy going on in his life, he gets a divorce. How many children do you have? I have, I have four at the time, and so we, I ended up getting a divorce because it was too much at the time for her to be able to handle. So she decided, you know, she had to leave. That's that's that part of the depression. And then also during that time, I also wanted to kill myself. I wanted to commit suicide. Um, but my daughter... That was before you. That was you before, had Resurrection yeah, Sunday. <laughs> that was before. Uh, my daughter, you know, climbed up on my, uh, my my lap and she basically took the pills that I was going to take to actually end my life because I didn't want to be in that state. If she longer. hadn't done that, you would you would have committed suicide. The Lord knew who to use and he knew <laughs> how to get my attention and I'm grateful oh. for that. Okay. Well, by the way, what did the doctor say about you walking out of the wheelchair and being completely normal? Once I ended up going into the uh, you know, doctor's office, he was coming in looking down, but he ended up looking up because I was standing. <laughs> and he looked at me and said, oh my God, you're up. I said, yes, I am. So he uh, wrote in uh, the medical report, it's a miracle. Doctors don't do that. They don't do that. They don't do that. That's and, a miracle. And see, it's something interesting <laughs> about that, too. The doctor at that time, his faith was very low. He had somebody sick in his family, so I actually prayed for him that his uh, family member would get, get saved and get healed. Uh, now, you are a chaplain for uh, the Chicago Bulls NBA basketball team. And uh, this is a good chaplain to have. He prophesies <laughs> over players. Tell me one player you prophesied over. Sure. His name is Denzel Valentine. And Denzel Valentine, we, you know, have chapel. And uh, he would come to chapel. And I noticed one time after we got done uh, with the message that he was looking, his countenance wasn't the same. And so Holy Spirit began to lead me to ask some questions about what was going on with him. And all of a sudden, I began to get a prophetic word for him. And so I gave him a word of knowledge. Uh, he was concerned about being traded. He was, a, he was concerned about, you know, his, you know, basically his career being over. And so the word of the Lord for him was that his career wasn't going to be over, that he was going to be traded, but that God was going to make sure that he took care of him and that he was going to give him his heart's desire. And Denzel Valentine is still playing basketball today. And it happened as you... What you spoke 
actually occurred. It actually occurred. And he was very happy and very receptive. I wouldn't have wanted to leave the Chicago Bulls <laughs> with you as the chaplain. Yes, but sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Unfortunately, he didn't have a choice. <laughs> now, you have meetings in which a literal cloud called a glory cloud, just like my Jewish people had in the, in the desert for 40 years in the wilderness, uh, that led them, and, and they wouldn't move without that cloud, showed up at one of your meetings. Tell me briefly that story. Yeah, so there was a meeting that I was invited to, and the worship went to a place of unification that I've never seen before. It's like everybody was on one accord, and as that happened, uh, there was a cloud that began to descend uh, in the atmosphere, and I could see the cloud, and a few others were also able to see the cloud. But, well, I knew that the glory had showed up, and right away, people started to get healed. There was one lady who had, um, you know, some things going on with her ankle. Her ankle was broken, and so they said it, but she said there was another surgery that she was supposed to have in order for them to put screws in it and things of that nature. Well, once the glory cloud came down, uh, she ended up throwing her crutches down, walking, and then she ended up running before it was all over. I can see where faith would have been triggered. Uh, you know what? You've been watching this, and you've been saying, I wish I had some of his favor. I wish I had some of his gifting. Well, he has a gift to teach on releasing your spiritual gifts. And in Jermaine's brand-new CD set, he teaches on how to recognize your spiritual gifts. I'll have him pray in just a minute, but I want to pray something for you right now. There's so many people that they were raised in a Christian family, or like myself, raised in a family that didn't believe in Jesus. It's time for you to know God. And, and the only way you can know him is if you want to. He already wants to know you. He already loves you. He already sent his son to die in your place to pay the penalty for your mistakes. And he would have done it if you were the only person that he did it for, only person on earth. Repeat this prayer after me and mean it to the best of your ability because this is your time to make him not just your life insurance policy, but your Lord. Repeat this after me out loud, out loud. Dear God, I've made many mistakes in my life for which I'm so sorry. I believe the blood of Jesus washes them away, and I am clean in your sight. It's so good to be clean in your sight, almighty God. And now that I'm clean, Jesus, come and live inside of me. I make you my Lord and Savior. Amen. Briefly, I want you to pray whatever God shows you, but especially to release gifting. You have such a, a gift in this. Yes, sir. I speak to everybody watching this program. The Holy Spirit is now coming in to unlock your gifts, to unlock the things that he's already given you. I thank you for the glory of God touching right now 
that woman that's sitting on the couch who's sick in her body that has gotten a death report, that God is turning that death report into life because you are now receiving the Spirit of God into your home. As you invite him in, the Lord is beginning to move like never before. Get ready for that report to change. In Jesus' name, amen. That means so be it. Be healed. Release gifts, O Holy Spirit, way beyond what they ever thought. God is calling forth powerful prophets to minister to His people. Find out if this is you by calling or going online at SidRoth.org to get Jermaine and Margaret Green's book, The Grace Gift of Prophecy. Keys to unlocking your prophetic gift. You'll also receive Jermaine's brand new exclusive three-part audio CD teaching series, Discovering and Developing Your Spiritual Gift. All yours for a donation of $29. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9918. With Jermaine and Margaret book, The Grace Gift of Prophecy. Understand how having the gift of prophecy is different from receiving the office of the prophet. Learn about the three prophetic realms and the keys to operating prophetically. Be equipped to access the prophetic voice of God through prayer. Prayer is going to be the foundation of you finding out or discovering the gift that you have. If you don't know the voice of God, then you're not going to be effective in any gift that God has released to you. Learn how to get guidance and prophetic mentorship so you can gain confidence in operating in the prophetic gift. Unlock your full spiritual gifting and purpose God has for you in advancing His kingdom. And once you get into your gift, then the Holy Spirit now can give you directions to help you to discover the things that uh, your gift is capable of doing. See how fear of failure can hinder you in developing your gift of prophecy. Realize that living a consecrated life to hear God greatly increases the power and accuracy of your prophecies. Understand the difference between prophecies that are exhortations, comforting, and edifying verses that are warnings and rebukes. Discern how some prophecies you give are for the body of Messiah, and some are only personal prophecies for individuals. Receive impartation and prayers to activate your gifts. The grace gift that's on your life has to do with the influence and the reach that God has given you. When you're filled with the Spirit of God, it gives you access to discovering what your gift is. When you get your main's brand new exclusive audio CD teaching series, Discovering and Developing Your Spiritual Gift, you will learn how to pray and how to hear the voice of God for yourself. Receive practical guidelines and activation to operate your prophetic gifting. Discover and develop the spiritual gift God has given you. Remove blockages that prevent you from hearing the voice of God. Distinguish between the gifts of prophecy, discernment, words of knowledge, and words of wisdom. Be equipped in spirit-led prayer that is foundational for developing the gift God has given you. Father, we pray right now that you unlock every gift right now that's in your people. Activate them. Give them understanding beyond what they know, that they execute every gift, and that manifestation will come instantly. In Jesus' name. God needs you right now to discover and use your gifts for His kingdom. Call or go online at SidRoth.org to get Jermaine and Margaret Green's book, The Grace Gift of Prophecy. 
keys to unlocking your prophetic gift. You'll also receive Jermaine's brand new exclusive three-part audio CD teaching series, Discovering and Developing Your Spiritual Gift. All yours for a donation of $29. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9918 or send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9918. Next week on It's Supernatural. It's the fire of the Holy Spirit that unlocks the supernatural presence of God. Hi, my name is Tommy Evans. Join me on the next It's Supernatural with Sid Roth. I will show you what you need to know to gain a deeper understanding of God's glory and discover its transforming power in your life. Have you or a loved one been battling sickness with no success, no hope in sight? My guests were exactly where you are until God dramatically healed them. Now they want to teach you what God showed them so you too can be healed. Go to SidRoth.org healing to access our It's Supernatural episodes on healing. Today do it. It's free. Don't miss out on your miracle appointment. Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural in Israel 28 times a week and distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide. 